So welcome to the Gamers Down Under podcast. This is episode 27. I'm Larman, and well, Steve's not here today. He's in uh, sunny Bali, having a great time. Thanks for the invite, mate. So instead, I've actually traded up this week and finally got rid of him. I'd like to announce Pierce from Ninja Penguin Studios. All right, so let's kick off this week, mate. So I'll let you start off with what games you've been playing. All right, so uh, I went and picked up The Outer Worlds, I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, really enjoying that so far. Just It basically just feels like Fallout New Vegas 2, to be honest. Okay. Um, so do you actually get to fly a ship in that game? F- uh, you know, Not what I've found so far you use it to get from planet to planet as like an interface okay you don't so like a transport you don't actually get to fly yeah. okay no yeah see i like the flying games i love no man's sky for that concept where you can actually just take off fly around kill some pirates and then go down but yeah okay cool um and i don't really like the first person shooter i've played it maybe in an hour yeah so but yeah okay and how far into the game are you i think i'm like 10 hours and i've just hit maybe the third planet out of like i think there's like 12 okay uh, it, it's it seems like it's it it feels like a Fallout game where like it's going to take sixty plus hours to complete like everything. Okay. When I played it, I only played it briefly, as I said. There's like a skill tree with it. Yes, there is. There so is... sorry. So so when with that tree, do you reckon you'll be able to max out the whole thing by the end of the game, or from what I from what I've seen, I don't believe there is a level cap, yep. and you can respec at any point in time. Okay, so you just tailor it to what you need. You just tailor it to what you need. And the cool thing that I've found is your companions also have skill trees that you can change. So you can go in and you can be like, well, I want you to be a tank now. And uh, there's like a full like aggro system. So if you wanted to, you could like make someone super healthy, put tank armor on them and just like send them in there to taunt everything while you just like gun them down from a distance. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's what I'd do with Steve. I'd just send him in and I'll just stand yeah. back and play. Yeah, exactly, no, that's yeah. cool. And I'll, I like the idea that you can actually change them around as well. If it was, I reckon I, I would play the game. I, I, I want to play it again because I, I haven't given it enough time now to make any comments on the game itself, but I really wish it was third person. I'm hoping eventually they release a third person patch like they did with uh, like, I can't remember the game, but like it came out first person, people were like, well I'd rather it be third person, so they added the option to swap between them. Yeah, see I don't mind the swapping between, that's fine, because then different missions require different traits or things, but it's just, yeah I can't do the first person shooter, it's just like I'm playing Doom. I, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't spend the hours on it. And you're saying sixty plus hours for the game, mate? No yeah. way. <laughs> I'm lucky yeah. to get to ten. Well, right. speaking of third person games, I also picked up uh, Death Stranding, aka The Walking Simulator. Yeah, the Delivery Boy. Yeah, from what I've played so far, the gameplay isn't overly exciting, but the story behind the game is just amazing so far. Like, okay. the the cuts, it literally feels like in between the gameplay, you're watching a movie. Like, it's absolutely fantastic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't played it. I've seen quite a few videos on it, and I'm just like, it's just go fetch quests. That's what it looks like to me. That's all you yeah. do the whole game, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's got the guy from The Walking Dead. I like that character in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Is he similar in this, with what, what you've seen? Not really. I mean, sort of, he plays, like, the uh, the sort of, like, I hate everyone and I'll do what yeah. I want to do when I want to do it, which was sort of sort of yep. his character in The Walking Dead. 
Yeah. But the way the game, like, I've only played the game for maybe four hours, but the way it's already laid out, it's like, I want to do these really monotonous delivery quests just to watch the cutscenes. Because, like, the cutscenes are, like, half an hour each. And really? They're, they're, yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. Wow, okay. Like, uh, think of it like UPS Man meets, like, maybe, like, Dead Space? Like... Okay. <laughs> it's it's super weird. It's super weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But like doing all these monotonous tasks is rewarded by the amazing cutscenes. The amazing like e- the the animations are fantastic. Like it looks great because I'm currently playing it on a four uh, K screen with HDR, and oh yep. my god, it looks fantastic. Okay, so I've seen it. Uh, I'm assuming. Do you get the bike straight up? In the no, game? you don't. I still haven't got it yet, and I'm four hours through. Okay, so, okay, okay, because I was, I was watching one clip on the internet today, and it was a guy, the guy on the bike, and he's driving with all these packages, and I loaded up about 20 high, and they, he's trying to get over a bridge, I think there was a glitch in the game or something, and anyway, he got over the bridge, and then all the packets fell off, and he's just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I couldn't. Yeah, it was like, so the tutorial of the game is you're trying to make your way to this city. I'm not going to, like, do spoilers, but you're trying to make your way to the city, and along the way, you you find these packages. And it's it's entertaining watching them just stack up, because he literally just, like, throws them on his back, and they just sort of, like, stick there. (laughs) And it's like, like, most of the game is literally using your triggers to, like, balance yourself or, like, hold onto your straps so that you don't, like, fall over when you're going down terrain. It's... It is it is monotonous, but it's also funny as hell to watch him just like fall over and watching all these packages go everywhere, just like fly <laughs> off. Alright. There there isn't really much I can say so far that wouldn't be ruining the story. Because like within these four hours I've probably watched about an hour of cutscenes. Oh wow. So that's that's actually pretty big for cutscenes. Yeah. And if you think of like Blizzard like with Diablo or uh even Warcraft or even Starcraft, all those Blizzard games, like they're very short. Like, don't get me wrong, Blizzard's cinematics, I think, are personally fantastic. But yeah. if that half an hour in four hours of only gameplay, that's massive. I have a feeling that I feel like they're going to turn this game into a movie. Like, okay. this game, if presented in movie form, I feel like would be an absolute blockbuster. It's wow. great. Okay. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so you recommend me going and getting it? Going, I, I would say, if you can deal with monotonously running around and picking up packages for half an hour in between each cutscene, it's definitely worth it. But the cutscenes are definitely worth it. So. The cutscenes are worth it. And like, uh, the gameplay isn't terrible. It's definitely, just as I've said previous times, it is monotonous. Okay, okay. Ooh. All right, any other games? Uh, Pokemon, but I feel like we can both talk about that when it gets to your, your bit. Yes, that, that's cool. Okay, we'll come back to me. So, as, as we know, so we've had two new games out, Pokemon Sword and Shield and Star Wars The Fallen Order. So I was a, I picked it up day one. Steve was going to be very angry with me because I didn't go to the midnight launch. I kind of had to get up for work and actually go do the work duties the next morning early, so I went, nah. Yep, so I just went to the I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I, to be fair I, I went to work. And had to put the copies on the shelves, so <laughs> it was like I can't afford. I mean, not really, because I was looking forward to Death Stranding more. But it would definitely have to be a game that I get, if mm. not like within the next few weeks, eventually, because it does look really good, and it looks like a return to form for the Star Wars games. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so I've played probably about an hour of the Star Wars game, and fantastic. The just the, the gameplay when you're moving. I don't even know the guy's name. That's really bad. <laughs> I'll have to think of that later. But anyway, the the main character who you are. So just moving around, and then the cinematics in. You don't know when it crosses over from cinematics to the gameplay as well. A lot like how Horizon Zero Dawn did it as well. Yeah. Um, so it's just flawless. Like you're looking at you're like. Oh, hang on, I'm going to go do something now. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> then you're dead. But I'm playing it on the easiest as I play most of my games because apparently I'm crap. I'm not having time to do them. But no, I definitely love the Star Wars or the Fallen Order. The other one, so Pokemon Sword. Now, this one I've spent probably about all up now, I think about 15 hours Jeez. already. Yeah. So I'm a big nostalgia. I have big nostalgia for Red and Blue when it first came out and pretty much all the Pokemon games up until now. <laughs> I'm not I'm doing a podcast I'm not playing Pokemon yeah, no, not like at all <laughs> but like it's an amazing game and I think you can probably say for yourself how do you reckon it, the gameplay is so the the last Pokemon game I played was Sun and Moon and before that was the original four so Oh, Yellow, wow. blue, green, red. So I'd never played anything between that. Okay. Purely because, A, I, I had no interest in them because I still had, like, the original cartridges. I still played those up until, I think, like, the original DS launch, I was still playing, like, Pokemon Yellow, Red, Green, Blue. Yep. See, every Pokemon game that's come out, I've got. <laughs> I can't get enough of the Pokemon. Look, I prefer the original 150... I'm sad that the National Dex isn't on there. Okay, boo-hoo. I moved on. Because yeah. in every other one of those games, how many times have I got the whole 151? I can tell you right now, it was one game. It was Pokemon it was Red original. when I first got yeah. it. Yeah. That was the only game I got all the other Pokemon. It is, like I, I've done, what, 15 hours now? I've already got 50 Pokemon. How many are there? In oh, No idea. <laughs> I haven't even looked into that, so i got no idea. Yeah, but, like, yeah. 50 before I've got to the first gym Jeez. is massive. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I really like the start of the uh, Pokemon game. It's really, really cool. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It's It started a lot differently, too. Like, even, like, Sun and Moon. Yeah. Like, it, it, it feels like... They've gotten to the point. I mean, I, I wouldn't say this isn't true in the previous ones, but, like, Pokemon is so big in the Pokemon universe that literally everyone, like, has them. Like, there's there's now these huge arenas which weren't in, like, the first couple of games. Yeah. And you have these, like, professional Pokemon trainers that do it for a living and come home and get all this praise from their villagers. Yeah. That wasn't a thing in the original. It was like, oh, hey, you're Ash Ketchum. You're, like, that dude that went and beat the Elite Four. That's cool. There yeah. wasn't this yeah. whole, like, you're a god, like, sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about the guy with the cape. I haven't worked I don't, him out. I don't... Yeah, he's, he's sort of weird. Yeah, he really... But you know what? When I saw the cape, I'm like, I really want that cape. but you're right it has changed from when it originally came out because it was like these small little dingy gyms you'd go to yeah now it's a massive coliseum with massive amount of people in them i I love that you can hear the crowd roar in the background a little bit of a downer they're not talking yet you're still having to read text yeah pay some actors get them to talk that is the one thing i reckon lets the whole game down just a little bit. I still love the game, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, they just need to talk. I, I think I think that's a big thing There's with no reason not the to. Nintendo games. Hmm? Yeah. There's no reason not to anymore, either. Yeah, that's like, right. Voice acting has become such of a big and necessary thing that when we see 
a game without it these days, it it sort of feels off. Like no, it really doesn't. And like when I, when they started talking, like you could hear the crowd in the coliseum, and then you see the text. I'm like, come on! I'm like, just and where's Oak? I haven't seen Oak yet. Don't know no. if he's in it, but I want to know. But <laughs> I don't know. I've only played like three hours, so ah, okay. Have you got up to the first gym or not? No, no. Oh, I only got it yesterday, so ah. And I like all the mini games in it as well. There's some mini games with the gyms. I'm not going to tell any of them, but yeah, definitely. If you're a Pokemon fan, so far I've enjoyed it. A couple of the names people are saying that they don't like. Man, it's Pokemon. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> people read way too much into it, and they don't have to. Yeah, I I, I picked up Horizon Zero Dawn a couple of days ago. I think it was like twelve dollars, and I really want to play it because I've heard nothing but good things from it. It is bloody brilliant. I'm still playing it. Um, I've actually dumped it at the moment because Pokemon and Star Wars came out. But yeah. before then, <laughs> yeah, I was playing it every day. What what so, style of game is it? Like I would, yeah, definitely like an Assassin's Creed. So you can be sort of like sneaking around, or you can go in there like bow and arrow, going completely straight away, depending on what you want to do. I just yeah. run in. I don't bother beating around the bush. Yeah, I have everything attack me and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I'm dying, I run away. Yeah. No. I find also with Horizon Zero Dawn, you can actually overpower yourself too much. Because, like, I haven't done... Again, this is another game where I do all the side quests, and I, I never do the main game until right at the end. And yeah. I'm like, I get all the side quests done, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do a level. And then it'll unlock more. And then I'm like, okay, back to the side quest. Yeah, that was the same with me with the Outer Worlds. It was like I went around and did every side quest until I hit the second planet, and then I ditched the main story to do all the side quests. Yeah, so talking about the um, Star Wars... So I put a post on our Facebook page just to see what other people were saying. Um, And people were just saying they've played it so much, they haven't put it down. They said it's like Uncharted meets sort of like Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty sick. Yeah. So if you definitely for those games, Horizon Zero Dawn is a fantastic game. Everyone needs to get it. Pokemon and Star Wars. Seriously, if you haven't got it, get it now. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Um, so a bit of news from GamersDownUnder.com um, came out this week. So Age of Empires 4. Yes. I, I so haven't game... seen the trailer, but I heard about Age of Empires 4. Okay. So did you ever play the original? Did you, did yes. you like this sort of? Yes, doing, um... I, I still remember the day that I walked into Woolies, saw the Kellogg's boxes that had the Age of Empires CDs on it, and yeah. I went home and played out of Age of Empires. Thank you, Kellogg's, <laughs> <laughs> for my childhood memories. <laughs> Did you eat the cereal, though? No. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was, I think at that point it was like, you had like Cocoa Pops and what's the other one? The, the really boring one. The one that's like flat, like pieces. Um... Cornflakes? Yeah, cornflakes. <laughs> uh, I, I, used to, I, I used to eat cornflakes and then put like three <laughs> tablespoons of sugar on the top of it. That, yeah, that's really healthy for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But no, so Age of Empires 4 is coming. They've announced, which looks actually looks really sick, the extra tra- uh, the trailer for it. Another one, I'm really big with base builders. So when, they, when Jurassic Park announced the new DLC, Return to Jurassic Park, it's coming out December 10. I cannot wait for that. Like, my mind was literally blown when that trailer came out. I love Jurassic Park. I don't know if it's the dinosaurs. I don't know if you can see the dinosaurs eat the people. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They're a really good concept. And But you know what? I reckon if they did, like, you build Jurassic Park and then you try and survive it, like I think Steve said it once before as well, like, that would be a really good concept yourself, like, in a third-person form. Um, I don't know how logistically you could make a game like that. That's not my field, but... 
would yeah. be sound, sounds pretty good. What about Stadia? Stadia is interesting. I feel like people are trying to push game streaming to be something that it never can be. Like, the only place in the world I feel that can do game streaming properly is probably Japan, which is where it started. Like, that's where game streaming was a big thing. Like, it started with the Switch. You would buy these games that wouldn't be playable on the Switch otherwise. Like, you can get, like, Resident Evil 7 on the Switch. And because their internet is so good, you can just play Resident Evil 7 on the Switch by streaming it from their service. But I feel like Australia, we're never going to get that that sort of experience. America, maybe, but Australia, I don't think so. Well, I'm still on ADSL 1, as I keep telling everybody that will listen. So there's, like, I'm really hoping it does work, and I really hope it does push either the governments or something to fix our problem over here, because, like, it's just crap. Like, compared to everybody else, like, I've been speaking to people in America and Japan they don't even have 100 megabytes per second. Yeah. It's more. And you're like, I'm getting two. <laughs> what do I do with two? So, look, Stadia's announced some pretty cool games. Um, they've already been released. I think there was only one um, direct Stadia game that was released. Because I remember all all of the, like, all of the Doom Eternal gameplay okay. videos for the Stadia and stuff like that. They, they look, like, really cool, but it's like, I'd still rather have a physical copy than have to stream the entire game every time I want to play it. Yeah, well, if you had a good internet connection, you wouldn't really care either way. Yeah. So it does, again, come back to the internet connection. But I think I was reading it as well with Stadia. What they're going to do is they're going to do predictive gaming. Yeah. So you sort of, so it sort of tracks where you're going and it, it will load where you're going already in advance. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to cool. work. That would work the same way that it worked the same way that normal asset streaming in games would work. So, a lot of open world games will load and unload parts of the world that you're looking at. So, if you're looking somewhere that's in front of you, they're going to have everything there that's in front of you loaded, but everything behind you is not going to exist anymore, so that they can get a decent performance. And I feel like that's the same way that the Google Stadia streaming will work if they implement it that way. Okay. Well, some of the games, anyway, they mentioned, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, the collection, um, GYLT, that's the actual um, exclusive. It's just like a puzzle game. It's by an indie de- developer, Tequila Works. Yeah. Um, Just Dance, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Like, that's some pretty big games that came out this year. Yeah. Um, some of them last year as well. But yeah, like that, that's a pretty big whack if they can get it working. And uh, my fingers are crossed that it works. And if it works on ADSL yeah. 1, I'll be even happier. So yeah, I don't know. But would it, do, you, do you think it would be a lot to um, stream? So like I can watch Netflix now with ADSL yeah. 1. So would I, would I be able to play the Stadia games? It depends. Because I'm not uploading anything. No, it, it depends how they do it. If it's like... A fully visual stream, maybe, but there'd be latency problems. If they're streaming assets, then I feel like you would be able to. So, say you go out and you buy, like, the Google Stadia disc, and it's like, you put it into, like, their console or something, and then it streams the the content down. I feel like that would work, even on a really bad internet connection. But I, I don't know how Google Stadia works. I haven't had the time to research it. But I feel like the way they're going to do it is content streaming because that's the most effective way to do it. Oh, I hope it does anyway for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd use it if it works well. Yeah. Uh, 
like again, like I, I know, like I'm a collector as well. I love the physical games. I love the old retro games, and I've got a big collection now. Yeah. But like, you can't take them everywhere. Yeah. Like, even with the Switch, like if you want them on the console, like I've got so many digital games now on the Switch that aren't physical. You can't buy them physically. Yeah, I think the way of the world it is eventually, except for like limited run games and other companies like that that are producing like standalone hard hard copy editions. Yeah. We're eventually going that way anyway. But for the majority of my games, like the older style, I'm happy for physical. For the newer style, I am transitioning over because even with like the PlayStation VR, 90% of their library is digital only. So I think that's the way of the world. Xbox London, did you watch any of it? No, I did not. How did you not? I was up early Friday morning. I didn't even know it was on, not going to (sighs) lie. It'll be something they'll have to watch after this stream. (laughs) Well, yeah, definitely watch it. I did a post about it on the page, so have a read of that too. So I got up really early to watch it. There was traffic issues on the way to work. That's why I was late, boss, if you're listening. has nothing to do with uh, Xbox London going on in the background. We can just move (laughs) on about that. (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing. I'm being serious. It was massive traffic issues. (laughs) But my work got done, that's all that matters. Yeah. All right, some big things that came out with Xbox. Um, so Everwild 2019 was a trailer release. Um, Grounded. So I'll actually talk about Grounded more than Everwild. Everwild I didn't really didn't like, but Grounded looked pretty cool. So you go down to the size of an ant, huh. and you sort of like a survival, and everything's massive and you're tiny. So it looks pretty sick. It really does look pretty who's cool. It, who's it developed by? It is Obsidian. Ooh. Mm. So it's they the went first, straight um, from the Outer Worlds to uh, Ant Simulator. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So Outer Worlds, Ant Simulator, bang done. But no, this is actually the first game that they're doing after being acquired by Microsoft as well. So ah, okay, pretty cool. Um, and it's going to be coming out in 2020 on the Xbox Game Pass. Is it uh, exclusive to the Game Pass? It didn't say because so. that'll be something that'll be interesting. Is if they have Game Pass exclusives. I'll keep an eye out for that and see what they say, but I haven't heard anything yet. Don't nod. Announce the brand new adventure game. Tell me why. Game set in Alaska about twins. They use their bond to unravel mysteries about troubled childhood. The game will explore identical twins, differences, memories, and key events throughout their lives. Ah, so that's... I'm guessing this is also why we got a uh, Halo Reach PC announcement for the release date. That's right. That's exactly right. And then... They're bringing another 50 games to bloody Xbox Game Pass. So I've now gone back to Xbox. Yeah. (laughs) I've literally just moved back to Xbox. There's too much available on there for such a little price. Yeah. Like, for The Outer Worlds, it came out. I went and bought it from EB. Got it for 60 bucks. I could have downloaded it for a dollar with the Game Pass. Yeah. So I've bought three months access to the Game Pass now. It's like 10 bucks. Or ten ninety five yeah. or something for three months. So, I, I think there's a like Sony need to pick up the game with what they're offering for their free content or online content compared yeah. to Xbox because Age of Empires two definitive edition is going to be available on PC. Age of Wonders this is all PC from Xbox. Lego, ugh. <laughs> ugh, I'm not even going to go there. Rage two, uh, Remnant, Telos, Principles, Tracks, like 
just I can't understand how Xbox are doing it and actually going to still make money by releasing like brand new games onto a system that has that costs people like ten bucks a month. How I can't understand that when they're selling it normally for sixty bucks or a hundred bucks, depending on where you go. What about Fortnite? Don't like it. Never have it before. But Star Wars is going to it. (laughs) I've got clone troopers. Come on, man. You want a clone trooper? No, I don't. No. Have you actually played it? Fortnite, yes. I, I, the reason I don't like it is because I paid a hundred dollars to support the single player Fortnite that they completely abandoned. Oh, really? Uh huh. It's now completely been abandoned. So they're not going to do it at all now. They're, they're just not going to update it. Yeah. You, you definitely need single player games. You can't just. Everybody loves multiplayer at the moment because there's so much money in multiplayer, and that's why they're all doing it. But yeah, you, you still need the um. Definitely need single player. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of multiplayer for single player, um, I haven't had a chance to buy the new Call of Duty yet, but I'm kind of excited because it has single player again, and that was the only reason I really played the Call of Duty games, was because the story was so good in a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, and the visuals were quite impressive, even with the cinematics in most of the Call of Duties as well. Yeah. Which, um, the previous ones... Like, so a shooter, I'll play like that if it's a linear story where you're going through and progressive through stages. The multiplayer, I can't do. Yeah. <laughs> really. um, also, the other bit of news, the last bit probably I wanted to talk about was just the delay for Mega Man Zero ZX, the yeah. Legacy Canoe collection. It's getting delayed until next year. They've put it off an extra yeah. month because apparently the developers haven't got it finished yet. Yeah. I love Mega Man games. I've played them all. I'm playing through... One at the moment on the Switch. Don't ask me which one. I can't remember. It's a multi-collection. And I nearly smashed my Switch. <laughs> playing the game. Like, he's seriously twisting the console going, ah, why can't you just win? Delays don't annoy me that much, as bec- especially with developers like that, where it's like you know that they're doing it because they want to finish the product and make it right. That's exactly what I said on the post that I did. They need to do that, and they need to tell people what they're doing. If you say, hey, it's going to be delayed because it's not ready, or they need to make sure it's perfect, then that's fine. I'd yeah. much rather a polished game to come out than a crap game. But no. Have you got anything else? I don't believe so. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for stepping right. in when Steve's away. Um, it's always gonna... fun. <laughs> no, it always is. So I'll speak to Steve later today and let him know that we're not thinking of him over there in Bali. And Sounds good. I hope he gets very drunk and passes out somewhere, but anyway enjoy steve all right so thanks for listening to the podcast ensure you check out the gamersdownunder.com for all your gaming news and reviews for gamers if you wish to join in the conversation please make sure you follow us on our socials all you have to do is search gamers down under that's gamers with a z finally make sure you smash that subscribe button and it'll never be game over you see master race (laughs) (laughs) we can't end on that nah cool thanks so much again pierce Thank you.